Hello friend, irrespective of age, race, origin and education, the perspective of a man determines his situation and position. No man is disadvantaged until he ignores relevant information and strategic learning with a committed and disciplined practice. All forms of frustrations at work, at home and business will expire if only the man changed the way he thinks. You are about to listen to one of the several series of transformational teachings that will change your perspective for living by Afolabi Julius Alatunde, an insightful teacher, training and business consultant, and a life coach. Pay attention. Hello out there. It's another timeless privilege again to be on this platform, Blameless Audio Education Program. All our audio education messages are directed towards improving your value, adding value to your life, your business, your career, and your purpose. We strongly believe that value is the essence of life. I am your regular, insightful teacher, Julius Afolabi, and I welcome you again on this Timeless classic, courage for business and business risk factors. Let me begin by saying, we're in the information age and information has become the business of life. And the reality of life depends on the information that you have and how well you are able to apply this information to create solution for yourself and for humanity. That is business. Today, information is increasing on a daily basis, but it is appalling that change is minimal. And this is basically because we are not tapping into the optimal value of information that is all around us. Many people's lives are barren because they are ignorant. And ignorance is the principal factor behind fear. Fear is the grandchild of ignorance. And the reason why many people have talked about the businesses that they have never started. Many people celebrate the idea but are not committed to making it a reality. What could be responsible for this? What is that idea? What is that business that you have longed to start and have not been able to commence? What is responsible for your inability to step out of the boats and walk on water? The truth is this, your position will not change, your situation will not change, your condition will not receive a review until you make a decision. And decision is a function of information applied. And the truth is that fear will cripple you. Fear gives double loss. It packages a paralysis that the remedy will be more expensive than the trials and the attempts that you never made. Business has become the rescue boat in the modern world of today. And the information is everywhere all around us. But the laxity of learning, the laziness of practice, the loathsomeness of involvement in what is valuable, the inability to delay gratification, the get-rich-quick syndrome is panabiting the world with poverty. And this is the reason why I've considered this topic another timeless classic for our time. The truth remains, it is what you can handle 
that will be handed over to you. And this is why this topic is of importance to you. Maybe you have not crossed the threshold that you carry the capacity to cross because of fear. You have started, but your pace is slower than it ought to be. What is clogging the wheels of your race? What are the risk elements that you have ignored? What exactly is risk in business? What exactly is business? How is business done? How is business to be done in the current move or in the current thread of the human race, of the human world? Business is interesting, but can be depressing. Information is a non-negotiable requirement to build confidence and to trap every risk that business may bring our way. Now, the truth remains that you must develop courage in order to be able to start up a business. Our creator is a business person. God is a businessman. And if we are created in his likeness and image, it means we are business people. Life itself is a business, and business is life. Many people's businesses have claimed their life, and many people's life has ruined their business. So there is a link between life and business. And until you understand what your business is about, you don't know who your customers are. And you don't know the value of your content until you begin a business. Your potentials remain undervalued at their lowest ebb until you begin the business that your life is meant to do. Business is not a guesswork. That's one thing that we must understand. Business is not a guesswork. My question for you is that what exactly do you want from business? Do you want your business? Nobody wants to start up a business that will fail. But what are the things that surround the failure of many businesses? And what are the things that are challenging the ability to go out there, to step out? Number one, ignorance. First of all, an ignorant person is a fearful person. Business becomes like a scarecrow to you. It becomes like a masquerade to you without information. You are a bundle of losses in any business that you do not have comprehensive information about. Now, to generate confidence or courage for business, you need information. Knowledge is a prerequisite for courage. Until you are sufficiently knowledgeable, you do not possess the sufficient capacity, the boldness to confront a particular idea. And business, essentially, it is the ability to bring out all that an idea contains. That's business. And we have a myopic definition of business that has paralyzed many people from going into business. The truth is that business is not limited to buying and selling. This was the ancient definition of business. Whatever you do is a business. Whatever it is that your hand has found to do must be approached with a business consciousness. The reason why our world is saturated with unemployment is because we have a lazy generation. We are building a lazy generation a lazy generation. We are pampering the things that we are supposed to caution. This is the reason why 
we have lost the gusto, the enthusiasm to step out. When knowledge is lacking, fear has been promoted. What is courage? Courage is the totality of determination to win, irrespective of resistance. Nothing good is allowed to roll without resistance. Every good thing will be resisted. So it is important that you make up your mind that you want to enjoy not being resisted, then you will become nothing and end up as nothing. You live a wasted and a dejected, a frustrated life. Business is crucial. What is business? Business is work. Yes. It's not what a guess work, but thorough and adequate action. Thorough and adequate mental, cal, spiritual preparation. Business takes the trying dimension of man. It requires the wealth of your mind. It requires a good spiritual connection. And it requires what? Energy. The required energy to pursue revelations that you have received by virtue of your connection with your creator and the ability to refine and build flesh, to flesh up revelation into a product or an idea that is exchangeable for money or value. As a matter of fact, business is revelational. Business is informational. It is a revelational and informational adventure to be fueled by what? Good analysis, skills, profitable diagnosis of the marketplace. Now, there are certain factors that back up business. Number one, your business idea, business niche, your market, that's your market, your market, your market. Business starts with you and then business flow out of you to a particular region that is going to exchange their valuables for your own virtues, for your own idea, service, product, the quality of your product. This is the reason why it is the sufficiency of knowledge about a particular thing that metamorphoses into an idea. And this is the reason why all around us are opportunities. There are a lot of problems in the world today. Every problem is a business idea. The moment you are able to discover a solution to intensify your research in a direction of a particular challenge of humanity, you have created a business. It is because we are not ready to pursue the solution to a particular problem. This is the reason why we are out of business or not in business. So the laxity and the loathsomeness of pursuit for knowledge for value addition, it is what is responsible for our fear to step out. There are so many things that you would have done in the last five years that you have not been able to do because you have not created time to learn. The truth is this. Time is the greatest asset of every living man in order to create value that becomes marketable and create a business for him. So you need and courage will come from the confidence of your competence. The confidence of your competence. Frustration is talking bad about yourself. And talking bad about yourself is a display and demonstration of your ignorance.
And this is the reason why business is not child's play. And because business is not child's play, it demands courage before you step out. It demands courage before you step out. There are a lot of things to know. Business is not for laggards. It's not for the lazy. It's not for the slothful. It's not for the lukewarm. You can't sit on the fence in business. You're either taking your place or you are being displaced. And reality is that competition is there. But the ability for you to be able to discover superior value is what outcompetes your competition. The only way to silence opposition is to create a superior idea. The reason why there is customer traffic from one business into another, it is the discoveries that others have been able to uncover customer world or to the marketplace that gives them better solution at a cheaper cost than competition. Nobody will move his business to you until he is sure that what he's going to get from you is better than this. Customers are price sensitive, are value conscious, and they are aware as well. So if you are not able to meet the customer's expectation, there is a gap in your knowledge and that will deflate your business chances. So business itself is an informational adventure. The amount of information that you have determines what you dare. So your risk is in your ignorance. And that is why we are afraid of stepping out because we see it as a risk. But now, what happens is that we do not have an, an idea or a comprehensive knowledge about our environment. In our environment are a lot of things speaking to us. But we are too busy that we cannot listen to ourselves, listen to the environment or listen to the market. You know, there are several voices that determine your business ideas. The voice of the customer, the voice of the market, and the voice of the friends, the people around you. And the truth is that your connection to your creator will determine the business that will give you happy, that is risk-free. Every business has a risk, but there are businesses that are risk-free. And these are businesses that are divinely directed. Every business that is divinely directed is risk-free. Now, your ability and capacity to maintain the relationship of receiving re instructions that guide you will determine your profiting. So we see it. The business basically is having understanding, being directed, being guided so that you don't waste your resources. Every man standing is a bank of resources have deluge of possibilities buried inside you. They align dormant inside you until you begin tap to begin to hit them with information you cannot get out of dormancy. Your life is dormant because there is no sufficient information power able to refine your content and make it flow. Kill all those that are wounded. So, and this is the reason why there is risk, there is business, and then whatever is good, of course, must be opposed, must be contended. And this is the reason why you need confidence to confront your confrontations and then take your position. And that's why you need good decisions, good decision. To start a business, business is a decision. <laughs> business is a devotion. 
Business is a solution. Business is information. Business is an awareness. There is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but at the end, at end of destruction. Business can be of two types, basically. You either have a good business or you have a bad business. That's the truth. Every business that frustrates others, that inflicts pain on another person is a bad business. And every business that adds values, creates benefits, solution for a margin is a good business. Business must be legal. Business must be legal to be good. When it is illegal, it is a bad business. No matter how much you earn, no matter who it makes you, it is futility in the end. So why chase is empty with the whole of your efforts? So this is the reason why we need courage. The courage is to be able to take a stand for what is good. The courage is to be able to shun compromise. The courage is to be able to take the bull by the horn, stand by your boss. I like to tell you that what a wicked boss is a learning platform. You are driven appreciation. That is a spot that will generate all that you need to be able to what, run the race of life unresisted. That is the truth. So that you are in a harsh environment is not a limitation to your business possibilities. Rather, it is a challenge to your capacities within. Like I said, locality will not matter if your value is acceptable, exchangeable for the people within your domain. And it will take a level of training and skill to be able to develop an idea or a product that the people within your environment can pay for. So you have to have exhaustive knowledge of the branding. You should be able to brand your idea. You should have knowledge of your customers. You should be able to know exactly financial management. You should have knowledge of business and action. And then you should also have some leadership skill and the ability to compensate others and be able to relate with people. Customers make business. That's the truth. So your customer service perception determines how well your customer will do. But let me pause here to do a little justice on risk. Why people think that business is risky. Business is risky for the ignorant. There are diverse types of risk. The truth is your skill is not enough. Your character is very important. Many people are out of business today for character deficiency. That's the truth. If you look at the bundle of artisans that we have today, the reasons why businesses collapse is because, number one, the level of mediocrity and now the height of disappointment, the embarrassment that customers get, you know, the inability for them to meet up with the expectation of the customer, the ability to deliver on time has become a particular challenge. And this is the reason why I throw it open to the young people out there to devalue their certificates and take up the challenge of going into some of these crafts that the character deficient artisans are messing up and get into it. You can imagine if a learned person becomes a cobbler. He will change the face of that business of cobbling in entirety. Okay, I once met a young lady who graduated from the university with flying colors and she decided to learn a skill and she decided to learn tailoring 
and she learned it very well. I'm not talking about tailors who have to measure once and cut 10 times. She was the type that will measure 10 times and cut once. She had the expertise. She was going to learn for value. She was going to learn for optimization of potentials. And when she discovered this, she started a tailoring training school. You can imagine that. A local tailor wouldn't think about that. That's why I said you need courage. Courage means devaluing your so-called uh, certificate or degree for a while. It is rolling off your sleeve to generate the expertise that you need. It is sitting down, disciplining yourself in order to be able to absorb as much as possible that can dare any form of situation in the marketplace. You see, you cannot compare a knowledgeable marketer in the marketplace with a mediocre. A knowledgeable marketer has sufficient information about his products. He knows who exactly to market the product to. He knows who exactly will benefit from the product and he knows what benefit to advance. He asks open-ended questions that he has sufficient answers for. He makes his customer a sale. You cannot compare their profitability. And this is why the salary perspective is a fair concept. The commission mentality is what I call the courage concept of business. Those that go for commission are the ones that are ready to go all out, knowing fully well that what, how much their performance determines their profitability. And on the field, they will learn more than having to sit back for salary. I once had an interview to recruit a marketer, and the first question shared to the candidate was that, what would you prefer, salary or commission? And he said, salary. And I said, it wasn't the candidate we were looking for. That's all, because I try to inquire your mentality, run into your tap, take an introspection into your mentality so that I will know what your functionality will be on that particular job. This is exactly how business is. So ignorance is not a pleasurable stand in business. And that's why there are exogenous factors in business. There are endogenous factors. When we say endogenous factors, that's what was called environmental scanning in business. That is, I am being street smart. I'm not just strolling on the street. I am aware of my environment. So that's why we call it, in order to be able to start a business, you need information. That's why business is an audit of your observation, of your information, your value innovation, and the fear of God. That's what business is. Business is a catalog of questions correctly answered. You see, that's business for you. So business is the ability to answer questions, ability to ask, ability to inquire, ability to observe in order to create an idea. Are we together? The burden that you carry tells the business you are capable of doing. The pain that you feel is exactly what determines who you are meant to rescue. This is the perspective of business. And that's why the first risk in business is self-risk. Self-risk is knowing nothing about anything. And you know, the fact is that you don't just take risk. In business, business is risky, you understand? But in business, we take informed risk. So there is informed and uninformed risk. Uninformed risk is likened to gambling. And business is not a gamble. Gambling is the enterprise of losers. But business is the enterprise of what? Gainers. It's the enterprise of people that create value as a solution in exchange for valuables. So you see, business is an exchange of value. 
What is it that I have been able to generate from my learnings? What is it that I've been able to discover from my meditation and observation? What is the picture of the future that I have that can be created as a product? You see, you can reach anywhere in the world with your product or your idea. So business starts with an idea. An idea is a revelation of a problem or a solution to a problem. When a problem is revealed to you, it questions your ability. Any problem you see tells you that you have the capacity to create a solution for it. But if you are not seeing it, it is not your business. If you are seeing it, it becomes your business. So it starts with what? Revelation. An idea. The trade secret of business is an idea. The superior ideas always win in the marketplace. The superior idea can come in the form of a product. It can come in form of a service. There are lots of service value in our corporate world. For instance, in the service industry, every day you enter, you notice a particular challenge, a service challenge, a gap, a perceptual gap in service. For instance, I've discovered as a person, as a knowledgeable person, that many times in business places, we have business entertainment instead of business enlightenment. For instance, when you get into the bank, you find out that the entertainment is all about news and sometimes you go into more ignorant and illiterate corporations that will give you maybe uh, movies, Nollywood movies and all that. A business-minded person that has come to save his money or make a withdrawal is not to be entertained, is to be enlightened. Because it is the enlightenment that will galvanize his productivity. And then it will increase what it's going to bring to you. So you see, you find out that if I'm a taxi driver, for instance, a taxi driver, self-risk is not knowing that if I'm driving a taxi, in my taxi, I have probably information booklets about business. It is possible that uh, maybe I have a newspaper or probably I have a business newsletter or something, or I play a tape like this one that you're hearing. It is going to drop an idea into somebody that is your passenger. That is what business enlightenment. It creates value in the person. It increases the value of the person. Sometimes you go to a business organization and they have a service hitch. How do you cover for the gap of that service hitch? The moment where you have a service hitch, you are to create something that can give value to the customer for his time. Time is what the customer wants. In business, we need time. Timing is important. Punctuality is important. The reliability and the reassurance of the fact that whenever you are there, you get value, keeps you coming back. So your loyalty is dependent on the reliability of the value that you get in the place. So if there's a service hitch, rather than play music or Nollywood that add no value to the customer that is waiting and frustrated about your service hitch, you begin to give him value that will improve, that will deflate his frustration and increase his value, that will sparkle up his thinking, his business, add value to his business. What happens? He does not feel the pain of your service hitch. Are we together? So we have customer entertainment instead of what? Customer enlightenment. This is a measure of service gap that I have discovered and noticed. For instance, you find out when you take a taxi at a low level taxi, you find out that you get a very big Bible in front of the 
in front of the dashboard of uh, the taxi driver, and then the person is playing a music that is contrary to the Bible that is put in strength. That's conflicting interest. It's not in business. <laughs> and you know, your faith is equally a business as well. So, so you see, self-risk is the first level of risk in business. And self-risk is what generates fear and deflates your courage to step out. So the self-risk is your level of ignorance. Self-risk is knowing nothing about anything. The major concern in risk is control. Do you have control? Can you control what is about to happen? And it's information that determines control. You see, your remote control, what does it do? It controls what you watch. If what you are watching is going to be risky to your mindset or to your thinking and your meditation, what happens? The remote control has a sensor within that changes the channel and what saves you from the risk of the content that wants to pollute your mentality. Are we together now? So that's why we have exogenous factors and endogenous factors. Endogenous factors are the risks that are within your business environment, business idea, or business as a whole. For instance, if I'm a tailor, endogenous factors are the things that I need to learn about cutting, sewing, and all that, the measurement and all that. Then exogenous factors are those factors you do not have control over. For instance, the government policy about your business, natural disasters, and all that. Those are things that are outside, that are external to your business. You have endogenous factors are the things that are within your control. They determine your controllable loss and uncontrollable loss. So that's where we have controllable risk and uncontrollable risk in business. So information determines what you can control. If you know so much about weather, climate, and disaster, the weather forecasts is meant to prevent us from getting embarrassed by the weather. Are we together? So when the weather forecast have been stated or been mentioned or being uh, publicized, is for you to be conscious of what you should expect when you go out. So you see, the consciousness of expectation is what determines the control over a particular occurrence. Are we together now? So that is risk for you. So that, that's why we have exogenous factors are those factors that are external to us. For instance, the government, the speed of the change of technology, no natural disasters, government policies and regulations. There's a need for you to be aware of all this. If you must keep your business alive, you must know the regulations that control your business. If you refuse to comply to the regulations, what will happen? They will complicate your business and drown it. That's the truth. And you need to know what is within. What exactly do I need to stand as a business? That's why you have to register your company. If you're in business, you think of doing business, you have a business idea. That's why you do protection of your idea. You understand? Intellectual property. You protect your ideas from uh, plagiarism and from theft. Information theft. Information theft is very common. So, so that's why you go on and protect your idea. So it's because you are aware and you know how valuable this idea is to you. And this is the reason why you must encrypt it with what? With that protection that is available. So the awareness of regulation determines whether the business will survive or not. So you see, self-risk, we have been mentioning some kinds of risk that you're you're familiar with. I'm trying to be practical about risk. It's not all about the academics. There are many professors that are not possessors. You know, the professorship is meant to make you an inventor, not an oppressor. So they are not in business. You understand? 
the education is polluted by corruption. So every time there is a corruption in your mentality, it is futility of productivity. So this is the reason why I said you need courage. Courage to stand away from compromise. It takes a lion heart to have a lion share. So you see, your ability to go all out for what is it that you want determines how much you will get. That's the truth. And for you to go all out, you must have the information. You must over-deliver. You mustn't under-promise. It's better to under-promise and do water and over-deliver than for you to over-promise and under-deliver. That's a risk. That's a function of self-risk. You don't know the risks that are controllable and the ones that are not controllable. So it is important for you to know that. So risk basically is an exposure to a proposal that is uncertain. Take only informed risk. Benefits always supersede losses. Or you take risk with minimal effect. The truth is that you find out in some corporations they have risk management department. Why? It's basically to be able to what? To trap risk. These people are responsible for what? Thorough analysis. Remember in my definition of the business, I said it takes profitable analysis. You understand? Profitable analysis. Profitable diagnosis of the marketplace. The diagnosis is the search of information that will hinder our own position. So that's why you have the, the risk management department to basically identify the risk, assess the risk, try to create a priority list for the risk, and then do what we call risk execution. You understand? Ability to clean up every risk. So knowledge is like a flood that sweeps away what? A risk. The risky tendencies. So, and that's why in trying to manage risk, sometimes you would have, uh, there's a strategy that is called the trap. T-R-A-P. It's either you transfer this risk by insurance, you understand? Maybe to an insurance company or you transfer the risk or you avoid the risk, you accept the risk or you reduce the risk. Can you see that now? That's a trap, you understand? And if you're plotting that, you understand? If you're pl plotting that, against your business. You are looking at the severity of the risk as against the frequency of the risk. So you see that when a risk has low frequency and low what severity, the how severe, how bad the risk is, is low. How often that happens is low. It's an acceptable risk. But if the occurrence rate of that particular challenge is high, and it is painful and it happens often, you have to reduce it or mitigate it. Now, if a particular challenge happens often and the pains are very high, you should avoid it. So high severity and high frequency means you should avoid it. And then if the severity is what is high, for instance, that is painful, the pains are very high, but the frequency is very low, you can transfer it. You understand? It is yeah. For instance, somebody that sells aircraft and somebody that sells shoes, the risk are not the same. If there is fire, a natural disaster now, who will suffer most? And then that's why we talk about insurance. And now there are two kinds of insurance. There's supernatural insurance and there's natural insurance. Are we together now? Now, so the supernatural insurance comes from what? Your spiritual connection with your creator. And that is part of the insulation you get from what? Divine instruction. 
Are we together now? And then you can also create supernatural insurance by praying for your business. It's true. You pray for those who work for you. Pray for yourself. You immune yourself against attacks of the ones that don't want your business idea to come out. You understand? So praying for your business or praying for your customers as well. As a business person, I pray for my customers because the well-being of my customer is the well-being of my business. I also pray for myself to have the capacity to always meet their needs. I've got to rebrand myself in order to meet the demands of my customers. The ability to meet expectation takes a devotion and a commitment. So you need energy and strength which comes from God and life in order to be able to remain in business. So that's supernatural insurance. Then in the natural insurance is where we have in the business sector today. We have insurance companies that help us what take risk of our business. Now this insurance company will lift the risk from you. They will restore you back to the position in which you were before that incident occurred. So because we say it's a risk and there are exogenous factors which we do not have control over, that's why we go for an insurance. Are we together now? Now, even though we know that the supernatural insurance is superior to the natural insurance, the natural insurance is business-wise to what? To be created for businesses that are volatile. You understand? Now, if your business is volatile, it's good to have an insurance. So in the case of a particular occurrence, you are not absolutely down or drained you are restored back to your initial position even though corruption has crept into our uh, insurance industry and the truth is that if you are ignorant also you will also not get any form of what claim if you're ignorant because your insurance policy has its boundaries you must have a good understanding of the insurance policy you're taking so that your risk if your risk is within your insurance policy then you will have a claim but if your risk is outside your insurance policy you have a loss are we together now so it takes a lot of knowledge to know the insurance policy that is yours that will be relevant to your own business so this is quite important is very, very important. And in the insurance, we have what is called the utmost good faith, the ability for you to divulge all information that are relevant to your loss, not to hide anything. Whatever you hide will hide you eventually. That's the truth. So that's why insurance requires good faith. It requires knowledge. And then if the insurance person does not give you adequate education and then you are wounded. So there's the need for you as a business person to have an understanding of what is obtainable in the insurance policies and in the insurance company before you take one. Remember, self-risk is knowing nothing about anything. So it is more risky to what to have a self-risk. You can have the entire world. You can have all the money and be living as a risk. Once you are ignorant, you are a risk. That's why we have the story of the rich fool. You understand? It was about himself. He was ignorant about himself. He thought of only himself. He was selfish. You understand? And business is meant to be selfless, not selfish. Are we together now? So that's why we have the insurance. And that's why I've been able to, you know, let you know that it is possible that there are businesses that are highly volatile. And if you're directed in that line, your risk will be minimal. If you have sufficient knowledge in the line of trade that you're entering into, your risk will be minimal. I once met someone, a friend who wanted to go into the pharmaceutical industry, but had no knowledge about pharmaceuticals. And it was, it was trying to partner with somebody. But I told him that partnership is not wrong. But what is the level of trust? How much do you know? It is the integrity of this person's confidence that determines your partnership. 
and if you know nothing about the business what happens you'll be a slave in that particular business your risk is higher not knowing about the business and not knowing the person as well so you see it now so it could get a certificate for the pharmaceutical shop for the pharmacist at the same time never get a profit from the business why is ignorant about the business he will only rely on reports you understand and these reports could be polluted as well so his profit is already being circumvented you understand so your self risk is the highest risk in business so before you take an insurance policy it is important for you to have a comprehensive knowledge about the insurance so that you will know what your claims are the insurance is meant to restore you back to the position in which you were before the sad occurrence took place at most times our businesses fail you know as a christian like i i normally position i am not the religious type i trade applied christianity he said i went by the field of the slothful and it was covered with thorns and thistles so the reason why our investment fails is because what we do not monitor them many people are busy and because they are busy they just donate their money to investors and know nothing about the investment in the investment and they never monitor the investment he said the weeds overtook the garden why there was no monitoring so that's applied christianity so your business require monitoring if you don't sit on your job you will lose it and that's why if you're laid back you'll be laid off so likewise in business so your courage stems from the amount of information that you have gathered about what you're doing your commitment and your involvement in what you're doing determines what you're doing many people only talk about their dream they are not committed to their dreams and this is why their business what fails so you can have integrity risk you can have security risk you can have relevance risk when i produce a product that the market does not need that's relevance risk are we together now when i am back on a journey that i do not have a map for that is what is security risk are we together now and then the integrity risk normally happens in partnership trust is an asset many people do not understand that their integrity is one of the most valuable character of business success is tradable is exchangeable for anything people will remain loyal and patronize you for your integrity integrity is a brand value as a matter of fact in business the brand is the person that's why it's called brand personata you understand brand persona that's what the ability of the integrity of the person to be able to fulfill the brand promise are we together so that's business so your brand is not about just your packaging your packaging is to create an attraction but your integrity is what sustains the attraction are we together and that's why making your customer a sale is what is much more superior than what selling so make your customer a sale not just interested in what in selling then the availability risk many people have products that nobody knows anything about so this is the reason why publicity is necessary in business now there's a difference between marketing and selling one what creates an awareness the other one closes the deal are we together now so you can be a marketer and not be a salesperson but a salesperson must be a marketer and what must be a marketer but a marketer may not be a salesperson are we together now so in business possibility is relevant if there is no publicity what will have you have availability risk you can be a bundle of solutions that nobody knows anything about and die with it and that's why the graveyard according to dr miles morrow is the richest 
place on the earth because there were so many people that died with their solutions and there are so many people that are suffering because you refuse to take responsibility so your irresponsibility is an availability risk so you are existing but irrelevant are we together so that's relevance risk then you have infrastructural risk one of the things that creates a comfortable business environment is infrastructure a typical country like Nigeria, for instance, our infrastructural risk is part of the principal factors crippling entrepreneurship. And that's the simple truth. That's the simple truth. Until we become aware of the power of infrastructure and government support system, we cannot do entrepreneurship successfully. I once read the book, Five Surprises of China. And when I read about the success of Singapore, it was a clear manifestation of what infrastructural availability, the, the confidence and the competence of infrastructure, the enormity of infrastructure is what galvanized, motivated, generated courage for the people to plug in. In fact, in the five surprises of China, they had the biology concept. In fact, right now, you find out that the world in, um, um, in the documentaries of the futures of the world, for instance, now, they, we are returning back to bioengineering. Now, we are returning, the creativity of science is now dependent on natural on nature. Scientists, you know, robot engineers, robotic engineers are now going back to the zoo to understudy animals in order to be able to create robots that will generate the flexibility that they require. Can you see that now? So all around nature is business. So the ability for you to be able to observe, come up with a solution to challenge a particular problem will create a business for you. So infrastructural risk is one of the factors that has depreciated economic development and economic growth. And the reason why I said value consciousness, that is self-risk, the, the awareness of self-risk is one of the things that will rescue this particular generation, is that knowledge, the ability to be able to what, acquire consciously, intentionally acquire information and apply and trade it is what's going to rescue this generation. Without that, we'll be living in a false paradise. We will only be dreaming. There's a capital difference between a dream and a wish. You can wish everything. It will never come to pass until you walk on your dream. That's the truth. So your business requires courage. Courage comes from the enormity of information that you have. The value that you can create. Your value is, is a, a taxes on your skill. You understand? Skill is like a taxi for a plane to fly. Your idea will fly on your skill. And you see, the gift of a man makes way for him. Sears down a man that is diligent in his business. There is a diligent search that you need to do. So one of the principal things that will also encourage you to start off your business is a careful research. A research is an exploration. An intentional and conscious search. Seeking, finding, looking for knowledge that will become a solution to a particular generation. And then you have taken people off risk. At the same time, you need a conscious management control. Many people built big businesses, but they allowed the success of their business to intoxicate them. And then what happened? They fell from their heights.
in order to sustain, we have left the realm of profitability. We are in the realms of sustainability. So it's your management control, your leadership prowess, your people management skill that determines the sustenance of your enterprise and your cooperation. There's a need to exhaustively optimize your talent pool. This is what is the same thing. IGR is what internally generated resource, not just internally generated revenue. There is a resource inside you that you must generate internally. So you see, before our exports supersedes our import, there must be a conscious and a deliberate search for value, for knowledge, for information that can be applied to dissolve what? All solutions. So this is the courage that we need. You need a break system. You need discipline. Discipline in your finances. You cannot survive business without an exhaustive financial discipline. Financial discipline is critical. Every error in business is a loss. And that's why I say every habit has what an economic value. I many times tell people that, um, for instance, in Nigeria, a bottle of beer will cost probably uh, 200 naira. And a, a block, a piece of block, is equally maybe less than 200 naira anywhere. And just imagine that um, you cultivate the habit of uh, drinking um, maybe five bottles in a week. That's five blocks. Now, if you have been drinking for for instance, 10 or 15 years, imagine the number of blocks that you would have accumulated by that simple word, lifestyle. And your landlord is threatening you to quit from your home while you go on a drinking speed. So you actually, your habit has what? Economic value. So a business person must have what? A disciplined lifestyle. If he must what? Sustain the business and avoid risk. So your lifestyle can terminate your business. There are many people who gamble in business. You cannot be a businessman and be a politician. There is a big difference between a politician and a businessman. Do you understand? Except a seasoned politician whose campaign is based on his business strategy. Are we together now? So there are some people that have left their wonderful business and moved into politics and drowned. So you must be able to get your priorities right. If you get your priorities right, you reduce your risk, you exterminate your risk. And that has to do with what? Your personal discipline. So it requires a lot of discipline in order to be able to what? Take courage and do business. If you are not management conscious, if you don't have management control, what is control? Control is adherence and compliance to the regulations that will what? That will make you relevant. That's it. They say the financial, both financial and non-financial, ability to adhere. adhere or comply with the regulations that will keep your finances, both the financial and the non-financial assets of that particular organization. That's control. That's it. So what is it that I must do in order to what? To save my business and not severe it. Are we together? So it is important that this consciousness is, is important. Without a strategy, of course, you are going to be a victim. Strategies are superior to weaponry. In the corporate world, I tell my corporate friends that, look, it is not the size of your company, but your operational efficiency. Just like looking at David and Goliath. Goliath was nine feet eight, but David was smaller. It's not about your size, but your source, your strategy. He had a strategy that could bring down a giant. So you can outcompete the ones that every corporation that you are seeing today is expired. That's the truth. And so you have the capacity within you to generate new things. Why? Eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. 
not as it entered into the heart of any man, the things that God has prepared for them that love him. So love is compliance to commandment. That's the true proof of love. And that's why he said, love your neighbor as yourself. Create value that will save your neighbor and not the one that will entrap him. Create value that will save you from extermination and destruction. You see? So that's why I am majoring about what? Self-risk. If you have self-risk, you will never develop courage to start a business. And business will never be successful in your hand. Wait, what? That kind of mentality. So, as I begin to wind up on the subject of developing courage, courage for business and business risk factors, I use this opportunity to ask you, what exactly is stopping you from starting? Is it the level of your ignorance or you are not aware or you are not ready to learn? Learning is the beginning of confidence. Once you are not learning, you are already going obsolete. So it is important. You can either buy or start a business. What are you buying? What are you buying? What are you saving for yourself? How are you creating a future for yourself? How well do you analyze your offer? Your body is what determines your speed. Your body is what determines your speed. So until you are pained, you cannot what? Plan and exit. When you are pained, you don't have to wait for pain to finish you, cripple you before you what? Do that. So you need time. If you're asking for time, make sure you are maximizing your time. Great men are always after something. You are not disabled until what? You are not chasing anything. You are disabled only when you are not chasing anything. You are not in prison until your mind is not what? Channeled. Your mind is chained because your mind is impoverished. You lack knowledge. Ignorance will chain your mind. That's the truth. So let the chains on your leg not be what? Not be good enough to chain your mind. Let the chain on your leg not be good enough to chain your mind. Vinto Franco said one thing in his book, Search for Meaning. He said, hope is in the vision that the mind sees. So the hope of your tomorrow is in what your mind can see. It is not the structures that validate legacy. It is what people do that validates legacy. Legacy is what carries the life of a thing. So there are earthly legacies and there are eternal legacies. Are we together now? So the kind of business that you do determine the legacies you are going to leave behind. For instance, I write and I teach. This product serves as a legacy for me. Whatever you learn has become the seed of my idea. Are we together now? I've planted a seed of knowledge inside you that you will go and nurture and water and then build a forest for yourself. So every seed, every idea is multiplicative and replicative. If you get more information about that idea, you will see how vast that idea can go. Every business starts from an idea. An idea is a revelational seed. It is not capital that is stopping you from business. It's a revelation that is stopping you from business. And revelation takes meditation on the world. It takes observation of your environment with a visionary mind. It takes the enthusiasm for leadership for a change. It is the power that changes things. It is not what you know, but it is what you do with what you know that gives authority to your power. Your business can be powerful, but the authority is the value in that business. The ability to win it of every risk. The ability to see a wise man would see and would turn away from the risk. So the wisdom of business success is the ability to what? To arrest all the risk factors 
that business can bring. God is wise. If God can use lepers to disgrace experts, what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? I challenge you today. With all that you have learned, it's good enough to sit down and ask for that revolutionary idea that will change your status. And it is good to get enough wisdom, enough knowledge in order to be able to confront every unforeseen circumstance. There is no unforeseen circumstance that cannot be revealed to you. This is why business is a revelation. And as you do that, I see you changing levels supernaturally in Jesus' name, as a Christian will say. So, let me close with this one illustration. Some time ago, a young man with a fantastic idea called a bank executive and asked him, do you want to remain on your job or do you want to change the world? Do you want to remain on your job or you want to change the world? And this bank executive quitted after exhaustively analyzing the viability of this idea, supported this idea, and we have that idea as a global reference today. And that is the Microsoft. That is the Microsoft. So I pray for you today that all your certifications and professional knowledge will not be empty without a substance. The substance of all that you have gathered is the profitable use of everything that you have gathered. Management is only the conduit of a dream. Your dream gives directions to your action, I maintain. So all the traditional patterns have expired. For you to bulldoze your way to business success height, you need to be unconventional. And being unconventional is very risky. You must be sure of that particular idea of that product idea, of that service value before you launch it. Leaders create new paths. The world is blind. He that charts a new course will gain followership. Develop courage today and step out with that idea. Go all out. Search for all the information relevant to that idea and launch it out big. And now see you at the top. I believe this session has been exhaustive and so are many of our audio education program. I have been privileged to showcase some of the much that God has been able to give to me in diverse cities and books to challenge you. And many of them will be of immense help to you. They will move you. They will encourage you. They will inform you. They will inspire you. They will caution you in your race of life. There are quite a number of them. And I believe that this particular session has been exhaustive. It will be nice to have your feedback on this, either via an SMS or an email. My email remains julius.afolabi at gmail. And my telephone contact remains 080-32626-555. On any of these two, you can send us an email. If you have further questions regarding this particular teaching, please feel free to send them across. And then you can also go on the internet and look for quite a number of my resources. And then I'm sure that as you read them, you'll be blessed and she will change. Uh, one of our products is uh, facing the future business-wise. What does it really take to face the future business-wise? You can learn from that material. You can also learn from another book, which will be of immense good to you, Business Temptations, 
what are the temptations that ground the business. I also have another one that is titled Business Sense. It talks about some strategies that are used in business, strategies in businesses, you know, local businesses, global businesses, small strategies, simple strategies that can really open global doors. Yes. And then we also have exceptional customer service that can help your customer service pitch at the same time. Also have how to command your growth in the workplace. These are uh, materials that will fuel your, uh, that will sponsor your promotion, that will sponsor your growth and add value to you. Also, you can also have um, Trinity of Wastes, yeah, which is one of my, the, my first book ever that's making quite a number of waves. We have married texts that can help you in your marital life, transparency in marriage, also have the power of a secret. You understand? Your wealth is in your talent. There are quite a number of resources like that. You are also a bank of solutions. And as you improve what you know, I see you changing the face of business all over the world. Thank you. I'll see you at the top. We can't thank you enough for your time on that teaching session powered by Blameless Site Solutions Limited, a training strategy and performance consulting outfit that specializes in tutelage of business and personal mastery for excellent delivery at work, vocation, business and career. This outfit also runs a school of business excellence with categorized classes for effective business administration and management. Julius Afolabi, the founder and serious business executive, has also documented some of his insights and perspectives in published books. Having gained a decade of experience in banking with expertise in quality improvement, operational excellence, customer service, leadership training, corporate detoxification training, and design of performance templates. He is an unrepentant crusader of personal change, effectiveness, and performance. You can follow him on Twitter at Julius Afolabi, like him on Facebook, visit his blog on www.juliusafolabi.wordpress.com. For more inquiries, feedback, or bookings, please contact our office at number 4 Ibaco Street, State Housing Estate, Calabar, Cross River State, or call the Senior Business Executive on 0803-262-6555 or 0909-7468-723. You can send an email to julius.afollaby at gmail.com. You may also visit our website on www.blamelesssite.com. You can also be part of our free monthly seminar tagged 100 Minutes Conference that comes up every third Sunday at 5 p.m. It will sure change your perspective. We look forward to seeing you. Keep reinventing yourself and God bless you.